never know where life is going to take you. Some people know exactly where they want to be and go for it full throttle. Others just stumble upon it organically, and then there are those who just follow their intuition. This is a podcast about reaching your personal best through resilience, motivation, and passion. This is Mark My Words. Well, hello there and welcome to a new episode of Mark My Words. And today, I am here with somebody who I haven't talked to since about the end of February, when we were getting all this terrible weather, Texas, which is where my guest hails from, was more or less falling apart. But the good news is her career and her life just keeps getting better and better. And it started off this year with Taylor Harrell Goodwin being deemed in Austin Woman Magazine a woman to watch in 2021. She is an entrepreneur with a hospitality background, among many other things. She's got some really cool stuff going on in her life. And I'm going to try. She's like CEO of everything. CEO and founder of The Lively Company. CEO and founder of Lively Sisterhood. And also... I suppose he just started these up, the Lively Travel Company and Lively Event Company. Taylor, welcome to Mark My Words. How are you doing today? Thank you so much. Uh, yes, I am a woman of many things. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot going on. I know when we were talking back in February, you were like, hey, you know, I don't really know when I'm going to have time to had to do the podcast because I just had so much going on. You were closing deals and all kinds of stuff. So that's really amazing. What a way to start the year. It, it's been an interesting year, that's for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I started off like my baby. I call it my main baby uh, was a travel agency. So I started in October 2019, became... Austin Women's for a woman to watch for 2020 and then um, running for 2021. So the award shows actually tomorrow night and I'm up for eight nominations and six different categories uh, for the Austin Business Women Awards. Wow. So it's, it's been, it's been a journey, but yeah, I started off with a travel agency and then I started really thinking about I want to help like other women and girls. So I created the Lively Sisterhood and was kind of looking at it from a standpoint of, so I have a baby sister. We're six years apart. So we're I'm not six years apart. She's six years old. We're 21 years apart. So big, huge, like age gap. Parents started over and I've always wanted to have a sibling. And I've just been kind of thinking like ever since she was born, how can I create like a platform that is truly all about like female empowerment, women in leadership, taking big roles, even in industries that are dominated by men. How, how, and so I just kept thinking of like, how, how would this feel? How would I create this? What kind of people would support me? Even if it's like, I'm all about like females, like would the men be supportive and I kept just asking these questions and I started just kind of running with it. And then I got a lot of support. And I mean, my sister and I, we just started off with just creating bath bombs. <laughs> so just from bath bombs and just kind of selling them at like farmer's markets and like friends and family and then like to our lively network. And like that took off in itself. And then that's when we started creating like we have an activewear now on Lively Sisterhood on our website and every product and service sold for Lively gives back to charities and organizations. And I loved about the whole giving back. And this is where learning about 
that's my baby sister's name. Um, just kind of like, she's learning right now about how to take care of like her animals, like at home and just about like what goes into things that like we eat or what goes in the ground. And so she's in this very like exciting, like phase in her life and just all the things that she's learning. So it's just, I put it in into consideration of, okay, what's next for Lively? And so that's where I started creating the Lively Emerging Leaders Program. And that is where I'm bringing in the girls part of this. And so high schoolers and even women now, as I teach them how to start their own business. And that's where me and you kind of like left off and haven't talked because <laughs> it's been it's been crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been uh, crazy on my end, crazy on your end. And I'm glad you corrected me because once you said, well, you didn't actually correct me, but I figured out I was wrong because that article I saw for Austin Woman did actually say January 2020. So I, I guess I still feel like we're in 2020, which is probably what? not a good thing. <laughs> I know. I always have to correct myself. (laughs) (laughs) So one theme that has come up an awful lot, and it probably has to do, obviously, with all the guests or the demographic of guests that I've had on this show this year, is female empowerment. And obviously, we live in a society right now that you know, that's a big deal. That's something that's really on the forefront of our culture. And I'm kind of curious to know how female empowerment became, like, important to you. Obviously, other than being a woman, you know, it, it was it something that you were always thinking about doing? Was it something you became more interested in? How, how did that come about? So I came from a long line of guys being, being the boss. And I was always kind of wondering, so I started off um, before I became an entrepreneur, I was managing hotels and I was going through um, Austin Community College doing my meeting and event planning and hospitality management. And um, I just kept noticing like, why isn't there like more women that are either a head of like hospitality, um, even like in hotel management, like why is it all guys from like the front desk to sales, to marketing, to accounting. And I just started just seeing like this like trend. And I was just like, why? Why is that? And are there programs that are more about um, like doing like women workshops or even just um, putting more women in like heads of their industry? And like, what does that look like? And so I just started like really questioning things and I was like not happy in hotels and I packed on 70 pounds, was working over 80 hour work weeks, you know, and that's where I think with women is that we can mentally and physically handle all the multitasking and wearing many hats. And even as entrepreneurs, we have to be mindful of that of being like, Hey, we're just one person. We're just one body and we're just one mind. So it's just mindfulness and being aware of that, of being like, Hey, I shouldn't be taking on so much. And this goes for like, just anybody who's like listening is you don't have to take on so much. And this is where delegation and being within your boundaries and honoring yourself to be like, hey, I can have a positive work life and then also have a positive business. And I, I think it goes again with how teamwork should really be more and be more of a focus. And whether it's in hospitality and travel, meeting and event planning, wherever it needs to be, even in the tech world, collaboration needs to be together. And that's where I'm trying to pull, pull like the underdogs who I see like in regards to could be like BMR or whoever. And I pull them and I'm like, Hey, you'd be really great. If like, you might be really great. And like graphics, have you thought about communicating with sales about creating their graphics or whatever it may be? it's kind of starting like those conversations. And so when I'm having conversations with brands, 
who are wanting to do like something like lively emerging leaders and how would we go about that? It's just really creating like a dialogue and knowing that you can talk about it and be in a safe environment. Cause like, that's another thing is like, how is your work environment? Is it toxic? Is it not healthy? What's making you feel like burnout? out? I mean, that was me in hotels. And that's when I was just like, you know what, dude, I feel like I'm going to die. It's crazy how I'm in my early twenties and I feel like I'm 40. <laughs> and now I mean, it was just such a shift. And I say that, and it's just like, Hey, that was such a wake up call for me. And this is when I started being like, you know what? I can have my own paying clients. I can, uh, you know, be my own boss. And I started to really putting up what my grandparents always, always say to me is once you're committed to something, you know, follow through with it and do your best at it. And so every day when I'm working with Lively is what did I learn today? How can I apply this? How can I be also a better person and better leader? Sorry, I just went on a whole tangent, didn't I? <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. I encourage tangents here. You say a lot of really good stuff. I mean, I know the more you dig into the entrepreneurial world, and especially when you get on an application like LinkedIn, you're trying to build yourself up like I am with this podcast. A lot of things you just said are things that people emphasize a lot like what value are people getting from my product and value has been a word I've been hearing so much that it's become like a regular part of my vocabulary and I feel like everything you just said at the end of your tangent is uh, (laughs) basically emphasizing that you know you're looking to give value and you're hoping that anybody who works with you gets value from you. And that's really what it comes down to, because if you're just doing whatever, like if I just did this podcast and we were just, you know, BSing the whole time and not really talking about anything tangible, we might have fun, but nobody's going to learn anything. Nobody's really going to care that much. And so you have to find value in what you're doing, especially when you're an entrepreneur or you're running, you know, like a podcast or you're just creating whatever, give them value. And one thing that I want to, you know, write off of that on, you talk about being, you know, a little bit younger than maybe a lot of other entrepreneurs out there. And I spotted that you actually started working in hotels and hospitality at 16. Tell me a little bit about how you jumped in, like you more or less jumped into the workforce at 16. That's pretty amazing because it's certainly different than working at McDonald's or doing some of the other typical kind of things. You really uh, got right into it. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, so my mom just always told me she was very straight up that if I wanted to afford college that I just needed to work my way I had a little bit of a college fund but not much, but it was up to me. And I remember even on my, on my birthday, uh, we were like driving around like even doing like the whole like Starbucks hotels I mean, everything. And I was getting calls. And um, so I, how I originally started was some of the hotels have like restaurants, you know, and I was the like greeter hostess. And this guy came up to me. He was a regular and he was like, hey, Taylor, how are you? He's like, have you ever, he's like, do you know what I do? And I was like, not really. <laughs> I just know you're on a, <laughs> I just know you're on a, like we're got a fancy place that overviews like Lake Travis, which is gorgeous here. It's right off the water, beautiful. It's secluded. It's you can hear nature. It's it's stunning and it's beautiful. And the sunsets are are known. And he's like, yeah, come work for me. I think you'd be really great. You have a very bubbly personality. You always wear a smile on your face. You're very approachable. He's like, you'd be perfect for the hotel world. And ever since then, I've been doing it. And 
you know, now I have, I have the travel agency and I get to do that, but I get to have fun and I get to really know my clients. I don't really like to use the word clients. I just like to say they're part of team lively because you'll see that hashtag a lot if you're on Instagram, but yeah, I'm all about team lively because it's just like, Hey, like you're part of my family. I welcome you in and it's such a personal brand for me because it's like, I've I named Lively after my sister. And so it's even more personal ties for me. So it's like every time I feel like you're coming into the family, you're not just a number, you're a person who has feelings. And I want to know that I do you right, if that makes sense. (laughs) No, that that totally makes sense. And I feel like you got into this industry it probably grew on you and by a certain point it's like okay like I know you went to community college and if I'm remembering right that was something that you picked as a major or a field of study what did you have in mind at that point to do with that for hospitality um so I was really looking for um, I kept being promoted like from front desk to like sales and um, even doing like events and weddings at this venue because it's right on like Travis, it's gorgeous. I mean, why not have a wedding? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. When there's like multiple pools, there's a lake, like why not? It's gorgeous there. And it still is today. And um, yeah, I just kind of started thinking, being like, how high can I go? Can I be like an AGM or a GM, a general manager of a hotel and and do this? And so I was just like, you know what? I can. I totally can. And I should do this. And so I went in and then I got my meeting and event planning and working with more brands. And then that's when I got introduced to, um, this is when South by South by Southwest is really big here um, in Austin, even pre-COVID. And I was like, why not work with even more brands and do more events like this and help creating it and help creating more um, collaboration. And um, yeah, so I just started, I just started doing that. And I just, and now I've been doing it and I just got done with over the weekend doing some event planning for Coda and then also helping out a local food truck and local companies or local businesses or I have a heart for them because it's just like I come from being an entrepreneur but then also like how big can we grow grow your business and where you are because hospitality is given so much for me and even with being an ACC kid and having that support in that community is so important to me, which is why I brought it into Lively about really harnessing our relationships with people. And that's another thing with Lively is that that's our mission is people and community come first above all things, because it is really about people at the end of the day. Wow. So that is super impressive to me in a number of ways. And one thing I'm going to tell you is when I was in my early 20s, the one thing I would never have had the guts to do is start a business, which is unbelievable. That really says a lot. And your reasoning for wanting to start your business is even more impressive at that point in your life. Because for me and many other people, it's like, okay, I got through college. I, I want to climb the ladder, which is something that you were motivated to do. And somehow you just had the confidence and the, the wherewithal to just say, you know what, maybe I want to change direction. I mean, was it just the idea of owning your own life and career or was it just the ability to help people on a bigger level that really drew you to entrepreneurship? It was just more being like fed up with the whole not having that work and life balance and the hospitality. And I guess, I mean, why do you think the turnover rates are so high? Well, that that is very fair. 
I can understand. But Look at it. <laughs> no, I, hey, I understand. It's just that I feel like a lot of people, especially somebody that young, wouldn't be like, you know what? This, I, I, I got this. I'm going to do this on my own. I got this. So I'm just sitting here like, wow, that is just, you know, not spend the next 30 minutes talking about how impressed I am, but that is just really impressive to me. So, Thank you. So you started you off. No, go ahead. After you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's just because, like, I've been talking to my grandparents, which I'm very, very close to them. And my grandfather is also an entrepreneur, started his own business, too, at a really young age. And now he's enjoying like the retired life and just been supporting me ever since I created Lively. And I've gone to him and I was just like, pop off. Like I'm, I'm, I tried everything to like help me sleep. I tried the whole, um, getting the salt lamps, for example, getting, um, taking valerian root. So it's like a type of tea, which by the way, I highly recommend that definitely helps me out. And same with the salt lamps at night. It just creates that like tone and ambience a little bit. It's just more soothing and calming. But it was just like, it's so crazy how I'm wired at 10 o'clock at night from working a 15 hour shift or even a 12 hour or whatever it is. But long shifts are well known in the hospitality world, especially now since they're all understaffed. And just everything else, it's just been a tumbling effect, pretty much snowball. <laughs> right. And I was just kind of like, hey, Papa, I'm tired of feeling the way I do. I feel like I'm 40. I feel like I'm near death. I packed on 70 pounds. I I started to really hate hate me and hate myself and hating how I was treating like others like in my life just because I was so mentally and physically exhausted. And I was just like, this is not healthy. And like, I need to stop doing this. I need to make a change. And it's the same thing. Like I'm still a member for the Austin Hotels and Lodging Association. I'm still a member of that. So I give them advice and I remind them and I fight for people who are in hospitality that yes, we do need to make an emphasis on not working 15 hour days straight or even back to back like four days in a row and you've been working 12 hour plus shifts that's not healthy and that's not really normal <laughs> you know what I mean? no I I get it and I feel like the the obstacles that you have in that industry they exist in other industries because you hear a lot about oh everybody's working from home everybody has quality of life and everybody's just kicking back and putting their feet up and coasting through making X amount of dollars and life is great. It is not like that. I mean, it's there's still a lot of industries and a lot of folks working in these industries that are working extremely hard and running themselves into the ground. So it's amazing that you were able to say, you know what, even at an early age, you're like, I'm not going to put myself through this for like 40 or 50 more years. I, I no, want to take there's no way, no way. There's no way about it. I was like, no, I'm not doing this to myself. And that's where I drew my boundary. And I was just like, enough is enough. And then literally after I made that decision, I put in my notice and I was like, I'm done. And even what scared me was like, I didn't have a lot in savings, even though my grandfather was like, save up another paycheck. I was just like, nope, I'm going to figure it out. I have 500 bucks. I'm going to do what I need to do. And I'm going to start lively. And that's what I did. And I look at it now and I was like, wow, what an honor and a privilege to, to like, this is where I get emotional. Cause it's just like, wow, like I'm so incredibly like humbled. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like when you, when you be like, yeah, I have five hundred bucks. I and I moved out at my parents' house when I was young too, so I've been on my own ever since. And also like going to school <laughs> and doing all the things. And I was just like, you know what? If anybody can do it, I know that I can, and I can do this. Like whether people support me or not, or you know, with my grandparents, like support. And I did. And it's, yeah, it's been an honor. 
very privileged to be of service to others and also to be an advocate for others as well. So that's really amazing. What, what an attitude. I love this. This is like, you know, my day was already good. And this, this is why I do this podcast because, I mean, more than one reason, but just really I love just feeling the inspiration and the motivation in all this and it never gets old so putting that aside for a moment I want to ask you about starting up the Lively Company and just some of the challenges other than nominal of course what were some of the challenges when did you kind of know okay this is starting to take off I got this Um, I think a lot of it was coming from a place of fear and uncertainty if I could really do this by myself. And, but then also owning like my power and my position that, you know, I am the CEO, I can make these decisions. And even if I have to make hard decisions, for example, even COVID, on like where to do and how to pivot even during that time. And so with, with Lively, I was just like, um, a little bit was just a part of reaching out to others who I previously worked worked with and worked for and said, hey, like on my own, this is what I'm doing with, with the travel agency. This is kind of where I see it. And I wanted it also to go back to, you know, my sister being born. And I was like, I want this to make sure that's all female staff. I want all female staff. I want um, us to have a truly safe environment, a safe place to talk about things, even about like our challenges and stuff. Me, it was just kind of more, how can I, how can I bring more transparency into the workplace? That was my biggest thing. And I still have to say, like, I still have to speak my truth. Even if I'm going against someone else's opinion on like how lively should progress or like how we can prove on things. At the end of the day, knowing that my employees and just anybody who is a client of mine can come to me and we can talk about things and we can be respectful and have that open communication, that's really huge on me. So even having a little bit of like hesitancy about, oh, should I say this? Should I not say that? Um, I was just like, no, I'm not going to feel like I have to censor myself. And that was one of my other challenges was not really owning lively where it's like, now I can be like, wow, that was a massive shift from even just six months ago to where I am now. It's I'm not afraid to tell it like it is even more. I'm truly owning my power, my position and being the leader and how can I improve each day to be a better leader and like how I can be a better communicator. Um, that was like another struggle. It's like, I'm not the best. Like for me, for example, <laughs> I could give you a challenge is me writing things and, and putting my words on a piece of paper. I struggle. Like, I just can't do it. <laughs> and so, even just me, like hiring even a blogger, even a communicator, I was just like, I can tell you verbally and look at you and have this conversation but I'm like can you put it down on paper for me and like even I'm redoing my website and just all the other things and just all the um blogs that I've been doing which is like a newer blog which is also coming up for award for blogger of the year as lively chronicles and I do and I feature women that are in um, that are in leadership positions and who own small businesses. And I feature them every Thursday. But even that was, that took a moment for me to be like, well, maybe I am not the biggest communicator. <laughs> and how can I overcome that, but still present it in a way where I'm open and I'm allowing the other person to be a voice for me and a voice for life. So, you talked a little bit about some of the growth and the initial building up of Lively Company. And then you kind of like created these other divisions. When 
did you like feel okay i can do more than just the core mission of this company i can branch out and do all these other things when did that come to you um i think it was just all the client feedback being like you should you should um look into like creating um, a place where like you can feature others so that it can be more inclusive of community. And I was like, yes, what a great idea. I love that. And so I, yeah, I went with it and the blog's like, what, like five months old, I want to say, but it's already gained like a bunch of views and just like the comments and even people just liking it. I'm like, yes, you liked my post. <laughs> and that I'm so appreciative of because it's like, yes, you actually took the time and you read what I had to read. And then you also got to like meet the people that are supporting Lively as well. So it's also like another beautiful thing that it's creating. Um, but yeah, just like what I, what I said previously is I go back to, and I look at my sister and I look at the relationships that I have with like my staff and with my clients and how we can make Lively better. And that's really amazing to me. Like, as I listen to you talk, your emphasis is so big on taking care of others and making sure that they get what they need. Where do you think you developed that type of attitude? Was it just your experiences leading up to what you're doing now? Or do you think it's like in your values somewhere? Where do you think you got that from? Just, just for like supporting women or can you uh, repeat that? Just, <laughs> uh, I feel like you're really like supportive of your staff in a way, you know, you're very conscientious of how your staff is doing and how they're, you know, coping and how they're dealing with, you know, just working for you, which I feel like a lot of corporations don't do that. So that's mm -hmm. why I'm just, you're knocking me out of my seat with just your your perspective so I just want to because for me it's like yeah I have my values and stuff that I try to live by but a lot of stuff I've learned just through living my life and having all these experiences where do you think you kind of like picked up you know what I want to treat my staff like this way like in a way that really takes care of them because that's how it should be like we need to be about treating people like they're human <laughs> that they're a living and breathing soul and that's where I think a lot of businesses are doing it wrong you don't treat people like their numbers and it's the same thing even with for example like my blogger she was like in this place where she was like hey um, I want to be in the flow of things and I want to take some time off. And I'm like, go for it. I don't care if the blog, like we don't have a full week of nothing. Go take care of you. Go take care of your kids. More than half of my staff are moms. So I understand that. Like I don't have any kids, but I have such a respect for women. And even if they're being a single mom or whatever it may be, you know, that we honor that, that it's like, Hey, yeah, do whatever you need to do. And then come back and like, let's see if you're ready to be back on with lively. And I think that's how it should be. We should be more emphasis on, are you taking care of you? Cause otherwise I don't want it to be questionable. If you're to talking to, you know, a client and you're not in the right mental headspace, you know, I don't want that. I'd rather you be 110% than I don't know, feeling like you're 30%. <laughs> Fair enough. No, and that may have seemed like kind of a obvious question or not a good question, but based on just listening to you talk and just your perspective and your attitude, I had to kind of like dig a little deeper on that. So hope you don't mind kind of like, I, I don't want to call it a weird question. <laughs> I was more perplexed. I was like, ooh, I have like three answers. How do I want to go about this? 
<laughs> oh, well, that's even better. I'm like, that's better than hearing, well, I had zero way to answer that. So that, that makes me feel good. Okay. So you've done all this stuff. You've had all this success. Where do you see this brand and this company that you've built up? Where do you see it going from here? Um, so I, I had a conversation again with my staff and just with, just with my blogger about like how we can provide more like mental health, um, just giving like advice and how you can create like your own, like essential oils, for example. So I'm just kind of looking and seeing how we're feeling. And now that we're getting more comfortable with people being like vaccinated or whatnot with whatever your view are view is on the whole vaccinated kind of subject um you know we are starting to be more into events and being around other people because we've been like in our shell and our pjs and figuring things out because it's just been a roller coaster since <laughs> 2020 so it's like now we get to breathe a little bit and then but it also goes back to like human connection and how we can continue that dialogue with building community, people first. How can we progress? So yes, I would like to bring back retreats and do more workshops. It is in the future. I am planning things out, seeing how other brands can like be involved as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's again, like it's an honor. It's a privilege to see how fast Lively has been. I mean, I started in October 2019 and, you know, now we're in 2021 and I'm blown away that I'm still like doing the things I love to do. So it's like, I'm mind blown. <laughs> About the same time, I'm kind of <laughs> like, hey, this is, this is my life. I need to wake up and smell the coffee kind of thing. So it's just like, but I'm also open to whatever opportunities that may be coming um, towards lively and just seeing how we can make the world like a better place and I know even just with that saying like how can we make things better I always teach like my staff and my clients and just the overall message with lively is that it only takes one person that you can make a difference and same thing which is like how and I saw that a lot and then put things in perspective when we had the um, whole snore uh, uh, Snow, snowstorm <laughs> sorry got tongue-tied for a second That's um I just seen the beauty of people helping each other out like total strangers and it was such a beautiful thing and I was like wow this is what people need to see and that people are helping each other out even though they're strangers and just being vulnerable with each other being like hey are you good with water no I'm out okay, how much water do you need? Or like, are you out of food? Because a lot of people got stuck with the whole like, hey, I was waiting to go like tomorrow and then boom, a storm and then boom, no food. So I saw a lot of that and I was like, kind of scary. Um, but then also you have to look into this whole, um, and that's like another topic is with the whole um, like pay. And I feel like there does need, need to be like more benefits um, especially like with food, like people don't realize that we do have food shortage here in America <laughs> and that we do have it in, in Texas and we do have it in Austin, but people want to turn like blind eye to that. Not for that. Do not turn a blind eye, especially when it comes to your community, like look and see how you can build your community and start there first. And even when people are like, but Taylor, like, I don't know how to like contribute to you even with lively like I'm just like dude just like my post I appreciate that you know that's supporting me that's that way so like same thing with the whole change with the Facebook algorithm um yeah getting more people to see my stuff and that's kind of what I'm doing is hey it takes one person you're also helping local and it's going back to your human we all have human rights we all should help out each other, <laughs> you know? And I feel like this, for me, it's common sense, but to other people, it may not be common sense. But again, that's just like my opinion and how I see things. And it's just like, I really wish we could, you know, just put our beliefs and everything else to the side and really focus on like how we can help one another and not this whole like competition thing. 
I couldn't agree more. And I will kind of leave it at that. I think you said it all. So I don't need to say any more on that. You that's terrific. So you work really hard. You have a staff, you have total control over your life. Do you feel like you're making enough time for yourself to have fun, to actually enjoy the freedom you've given yourself? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing better about that. Um, I mean, I'm human just like everybody else, and I can be very, like, consumed with everything lively, but it's because I enjoy it. And that's the difference is, like, I'm not waking up and, like, dreading going to work. I wake up and be like, okay, what are we doing today? <laughs> like, that's just kind of my thing. And it's just, like, I feel so blessed to be in that position. Um, and I also, like, dedicate time. Like, for example, like, Mondays, um, are where I go and help my grandparents. I'm still helping them with, um, with COVID. And so dropping them off, like some groceries and we'll have lunch together. Like that's been our every Monday kind of scheduled thing. And they enjoy that. Cause it's like, Hey, I get to see my granddaughter and get to talk to her about lively. I get to see another human because of like what happened last year. And, you know, they appreciate that. And, you know, they keep me in check with being like, Hey, are you, taking care of yourself are you sleeping at night because we know you got sleeping problems since forever <laughs> and I was like yes I am doing better about that um but again it's just like I'm human and like I make mistakes and I know that you know I can go and I do have I'm I, you know I'm human I have like sleepless nights and where you know Wiley keeps me up at night and being like, oh, I should have done this, or I should have done that. It's just like, no, I'm not going to go through that mental like tunnel, and I'm not going to go through that path. And it's just, you know, every week I look at this, being like, I'm, I'm grateful for what I'm doing, and how can how can I improve, and what can I learn from this, and um, you know, just taking taking time with my family, and you know, seeing my baby sister, and just hearing all things and. It's, yeah, I'm grateful to that our world is opening up more and more and I get to see my family, see my friends and build more community. So do you have any advice since you talked about sleepless nights, having trouble relaxing? Do you have any secrets that you can share by any chance? One, like yes. So I don't know if you're like an iPhone person, um, but they yes. have the whole like sleep, sleep time thing. And that's like an alarm and you set it and that's when all of your things will be muted and only people who are on your like contact list can actually get through to where you can get their messages. That's been super helpful. And then cut off, cutting off caffeine because I'm very like, caffeine like coffee person. Yeah, Taylor, don't go for that extra cup at five o'clock, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you're going to be up till one in the morning. You're like, woo! <laughs> it's like, no. Um, but yeah, just cutting off caffeine at five. And then also, for me, I like it on your Apple Watch where it buzzes you. I have mine set at random. But where it tells you to like meditate for like a minute or really it's breathing. And even just for that minute throughout throughout the day where it goes off randomly, I do that because it's just like, whoo, okay, like I just got off of like three phone calls and it goes off and you're like, okay, breathe. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> that's so that's like another thing that's really helped me too. And then in terms of like sleep, again, with the whole salt lamps, having one in your room, but the one that has the dialer, so like you can make it super bright or super dim um that's been really nice so like I turn that on at six or even just like an hour before bed and then like even the salt lamp itself has like multiple benefits I want to say there's over like 10 but that's that's been a really big helper too wow well I'm glad to hear that and one thing you might hate me for is that <laughs> a lot of times when I drink caffeine especially <laughs> excuse me, 
but I have my favorite, which is a uh, Dunkin' Chino from Dunkin' Donuts. It's terrible for you. Ooh. Yeah, are you familiar That's with fancy. it? Fancy. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not so much fancy as it is terrible for you, but it's like chocolatey and cat, you know, filled mm. with caffeine. So a lot of times I will drink the Dunkachino. I will actually fall asleep afterwards and then I'll wake up and I'll be super energized. I don't know why that is. I, I always know. admire that and people who can do that or even people who can just like sleep and go to sleep anywhere. I'm just like, what? <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> well, I feel like as I've gotten older. So when I was like a lot younger, like 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, I did not have that ability. That ability comes with age because now I'm to the point where I probably, if I really wanted to, I could sleep wherever. It, it just comes with age. And I feel like I have a lot of energy still for somebody my age, which I'm not ancient by any means, but I still feel like I have a pretty decent amount of energy, but I get tired. I mean, it happens yeah. to the best of us. And I, there was a time in my life where I was like, I can't imagine ever taking a nap at all during the day, but right. it, it happens. But sometimes now, it brings you in. And like your eyes get heavier and yep. heavier, and you're just like, I'm fighting. <laughs> I need to get through this last email of the day. Yeah, no, and that's another thing about like truly honoring yourself, being like, okay, do I really need this extra cup of coffee, even though it's super yummy and tastes all the things, and I just really want it. <laughs> but like reminding yourself and being like, you know what, I can't indulge, and if like you feel like that's what's as for you in that moment, go for it. But if it's just like, hey, maybe not tonight, maybe I can like sleep a little bit better. Okay. Fair enough. Well, we have come a long way on this episode. I kind of had a feeling this was going to go pretty fast based on our interactions. We seem to always have something to say. Um, to the point where I'm going to ask you to share how can people find you? How can they work with you? What can uh, you tell everybody? Of course. So you can connect with me on Instagram. So it's just at Lively Company. That's our main like hub account for all the other ones that, you know, we have. And um, just send me like a DM and even just yeah, I just like following other people. And that's like another one thing for me is not hiring a social media manager is I actually like to see what's going on and interact with with my followers. I think that's another way to reach out to me. And then another one is through LivelySisterhood.com or even through the Lively Chronicles.com. Um, you can reach out and say hello and if you're interested in being featured into the blog like reach out and then my main website lively-company.com is still under underway but yeah instagram all the way same with facebook it's at lively company i, I answer to both and then same with through the, through the website well i'm glad to hear that you want to stay engaged with your social media <laughs> God, all this coughing. People are going to love that when they listen. When I think of the future and I think about controlling my own work, the one thing that I think about is I want to remain engaged in my social media. So I feel like unless you're just Bill Gates or something, that's <laughs> really like the way to go. Like I want to stay connected to people i don't necessarily want to lose that connection so i think that's great that you want to maintain all of that as much as you can yep i try <laughs> like i said even even with being busy but yeah i try so is there anything else that any wisdom or any parting words before we go for this episode yeah. I mean, my biggest thing that I want to tell people is 
it's okay to go against uh, societal norms. It's okay to do your own thing. And if you feel like leaving corporate world to start your own, like you can do it. I mean, I'm, I'm a millennial. <laughs> I did not see this coming when I started my journey being an entrepreneur that you can do this. And that if you set your mind to it and you go for it, like that's, you should be proud of yourself for even just putting that baby step and then those that, you know, we talked about like with sleeping and, or even not feeling valued in the workplace, like just know that your feelings and your thoughts are valid and that you are a person who's valid. Those are my words. <laughs> well, Taylor, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule and for keeping me in line and making sure I would be here on time and everything else. I really appreciate the wisdom and just you are such an inspiration and I know you're going to go out there and just continue to rock it and inspire and motivate and amazing what you've accomplished and you should be just really thank you. Wow, this I guy, really appreciate that. Sky is the limit for you I think and it looks like time is of the limit. Does that make sense? I don't know. Time is of the essence. Or that too. <laughs> yeah, without the little dance. I, I can't really move like that. But, um, that's, that's our episode. So Taylor Harrell Goodwin of the Lively Company, Lively Sisterhood, Lively Travel Company, Lively Event Company, and probably a lot more to come. Thank you so much for being here Thank today. You. I'm Mark Schmidt. This was Mark My Words, and I'll be back very soon with a great new guest and a new episode. Thank you for listening. Bye, Bye. Bye.